everyone and welcome to Race Time Radio. All live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Also available on racetimeradio.com. And to all of our Facebook listeners, uh, we're also available live on Facebook. So come on out and join us uh, on one of those free platforms. But we have got a dandy show lined up for you tonight. Junior, you were over at Sunset last night. How did you do? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, got, uh, got the first two races, uh, you know, kind of checked off the, uh, uh, 2022 season yeah. last weekend, uh, got a chance to go over to Flamborough while you guys were playing out West and, and, uh, uh, then as well this past weekend, uh, spent a little bit of time with the pro late models, uh, over at sunset. It was oh, a good night. Man, that sounds awesome. We got to wish all the mums tuned in. Happy mother's day from all of us here at race time radio. I uh, know we celebrated here at the house, Joe. Yes. Uh, you did. You brought over some stuff for your mom. And Absolutely. We had a big dinner. Every day's Mother's Day for me, right, uh, Ma? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Every day's Mother's Day. That's. Uh, hey, we, it, was, uh, it was definitely fun. It was a beautiful day, and the weather's right. Sunshine is out. It's, uh, uh, it's right around the corner. You got to love it. Uh, getting some texts last night from Junior while he was at Sunset Speedway. Unbelievable super stock racing is uh, what what you were saying. Yeah, last night uh, I've seen a lot of good super stock racing in the past. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of good racing at Sunset Speedway in the past. Mm. You know, I think back to some of the battles that are really memorable. Um, you know, Holdaway and Walters and Bentley and Morrow and those guys battling with the limited late models back in the day, and uh, you know, even even the APC series, the Oscar series. Um, nothing compares to what we seen last night out of the super stocks, uh, in heat number one, uh, in heat number three and in the feature, uh, Andy Camrath, Johnny Morrison in, in the 83, uh, and as well, um, uh, the 52 of Brandon Passer, um, they put on a show, they put on a clinic. Andy Camrath was in Paul Pepper's car. Uh, in the 29, gorgeous-looking car. Yeah. Humberview yeah, parts yeah. and all He's that. He's always got a beautiful-looking machine. Beautiful-looking machine. And uh, Andy Camrath and those boys raced each other with respect. They hit each other. They yeah. bounced off each other. The crowd was going ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can tell you what. Um, the, uh, the atmosphere... Um, you know, from the drop of the green flag to the checkered flag, um, they put on a show, put on a clinic. Good deal. Um, yeah, no, hats off. If you can do that every week, um, there would be a million people in the grandstands. Yes. It was wild. Good job, guys. Uh, let me tell you who we got on the show tonight. I've got an excellent lineup for you. It's going to be a busy two hours, I can tell you that. Uh, right off the top, we're going to have this guy. Don't know whether you can see it from way back there. The 53 Cole Butcher. Well, normally runs the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Probably going to again this year. We'll ask him tonight. He hit pay dirt down uh, south of the border at Oxford Speedway. It was a 150. Cole Butcher goes to Victory Lane. I believe that's his first payday, Junior, down south of the border at, uh, at Oxford. So we'll catch up with Cole here right away. Uh, we'll also hear from Josh Stoddy. He raced number one uh, w- with his late model last night at Sunset Speedway. And Josh Stoddy goes to Victory Lane at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, double features. J.R. Fitzpatrick in the 84 car does it on both of them. We're going to talk to J.R. tonight. We'll also talk Oscar. Of course, the Hot Rods Modified's getting all ready to fire up here in the province of Ontario. Dave Gainforth, the president, is going to join us here live tonight. 
Big news in the NASCAR Penny Series. You thought Andrew Ranger was going to sit aside for a year? Think again. He's coming back He's with a brand new race team. And we're going to talk to him tonight about all of that. And last weekend, of course, Riley Siebert goes to Victory Lane in Canada's kickoff to short track racing. The West Coast, uh, it was the Western Rattler 300. And it was Riley Siebert going to Victory Lane. And uh, we got him tonight on the show. But what do you say we get to the hotline and we'll bring in tonight's first guest, uh, drives the number 53 for Atlantic Tilt Load. He was down south of the border at Oxford Plain Speedway. Guess what? Gets the job done. It's Cole Butcher on the other end. What's going on, Cole? How you doing? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, congratulations. You go down there and get the job done. That's what you've tried to do a few times. To, uh, last night, you got her done, buddy. Yeah, we've been going to Oxford Plain Speedway since first year I started pro stock racing, which was 2014 or 15, I think, so... Finally, time to check it off the bucket list, and we were able to make it happen last night. Uh, that's what you want to do. Uh, what was the competition like down there? Imagine hot and heavy. It always is. Yeah, Oxford Plains B-Way in the Pro All-Star Series always has a tough field. You know, there's always 40 guys that are able to win. It's just, uh, I guess it's just luck of the draw, kind of. Um, no, we had motor problems all day. We saw motors twice, uh, blew one motor up, and one had a water leak in the head gasket, so we ended up racing that motor, and we are able to get it patched up, but, uh, you know, the guys worked their butts off all weekend, and I can't thank them enough. Yeah, I can well imagine. Cole, uh, uh, with that being in the U.S., was that your Donnie Wilson car, or was it your Nova Scotia car? No, that was my Nova Scotia car. Right on. Cole, uh, take us back through the event. Uh, obviously, swapping motors out, it was all kind of a blur for you guys. But uh, uh, take us back through the event and, and uh, how everything played out from the drop of the green flag in practice to, to the feature. Well, we got eight laps in practice, so that wasn't very good. Blow, I blew one motor right up in practice on lap eight, so we literally holes in it. So uh, eight laps of practice. Um, the guys got to change us before the heat race. We started a pole for our heat race and won the heat race. And then uh, a feature time, we started third. Um, drove around in third for a couple laps. Then we got a caution. Uh, after the caution, I was able to sneak into second. Um, then we had another caution. I was able to get the lead. And then uh, after a handful of laps, I by Johnny Clark to put the pressure on me. So I put the blinker on and let him by. And uh, after that, it was about 50 laps to go. I decided it was time to go. And, we checked out. Ah, saved your stuff, did you? That's what you got to do with these short track races. A lot of times you want to go fast. It's pretty hard to save, but it sounds like you had a little bit in the tank. Yeah, we had a, we had, we had a really good car at the end, and hopefully this carries on to the next next handful of Oxford races we attend before the Oxford 250. So what is your plan, Cole? What you, uh, like, we know the Pro Stock Tour is going to fire up here shortly. Scotia Speed World, seen for race number one. Uh, is it going to be a full pro stock tour for you this year, or are you going to be selective? I got, I don't know, five or seven races with a tour, and eight races with Donnie, and then four or five races at Oxford, I believe, in the Pro All-Star Series, so I'm just all over the place this year. That's a busy schedule right there. I, we did see the news, uh, the eight races with Donnie. Uh, that uh, that's definitely a, a very ambitious schedule. We've seen you, you know, over the past few years do a handful of races, uh, you know, each season. But uh, uh, definitely a bigger undertaking uh, for for Cole Butcher in uh, in twenty twenty two. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gonna be a busy season. I believe between me and Jerry, we have thirty-four races. Nice. Wow. Well, that's going to keep Darren up at night, I can tell you that. <laughs> you guys got a busy, busy schedule. How was it going across the border? Was it easy enough and then coming home? I never have any problems, knock on wood. Uh, you know, you treat the boys at the border good, they'll treat you good. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, give, them a, give them a cool butcher T-shirt. <laughs> See if they're wearing it on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Cole, this has been great catching up with you. Uh, sponsorship on that race car means a ton. I know it. Yeah, we have Atlantic Solo, Top Construction, Hanging on Fisheries, Route 7 Excavating, Murray Davis Excavating, Top Construction, um, PFC Brakes, Swift Springs, Shoreline, Lubricants, Irving Blending and Packaging, Four Refuels, and all my guys, David, James, Pixie, Greg, uh, Mom, Dad, Kevin, Andrew, Craig, um, everybody that I missed. I can't thank them enough. Is it still the iconic uh, Atlantic Solo red car? Yep. It'll always the same as it was last year. It'll, the year before. it'll always be a red car with Cole Butcher behind the wheel. I, he got <laughs> when he was young. Did you hear the the story that, of, behind that? No. When he was young, uh, the paint manufacturer had uh, like excess red. Oh, and and oh. he bought it all, uh-huh. all of the red. That's, so that's yeah. that, that was that was how it worked out, right? Right, Cole. You paint yeah, everything red. <laughs> Everything's red. Incredible. Well, good deal. Uh, red was the right color. Fifty three was the right number at Oxford this past weekend. Congratulations, Cole. Good job, buddy. Thank you for having me tonight, guys. You betcha. Cole Butcher, number 53. You'll want to watch that guy. I don't care what racetrack it's on. Cole Butcher has had a lot of success, not only in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, but when you take a look at what he's done, Snowball Derby, uh, American 400, sat at the top of the pole for that one. Yeah. Um, he's had a lot of really good runs down south of the border and Oxford. He's been going there a lot of years. Top five a lot of times. Yeah. See, when, when you talk about, uh, super late model racing in the U.S., there's, there's always a handful of names that come up, right? Mm. Derek Thorne, uh, you know, uh, Bubba Pollard, uh, Augie Grill, um, you know, Stephen Nassie. Um, the, the list can go on and on. There's, there's a handful of guys. Cole Butcher is working into that mix. Oh, yeah. And, you ask and the American guys. Who are ask, the iconic Canadians that come down here that are a pain in your butt? And I guarantee you they will say that Cole Butcher kid. But but not only not only the Canadian port. Uh, that's what I'm kind of bringing up is yeah. that uh, as a caveat, you know, it's not, not asking the Americans uh, who is that Canadian that comes down that is a thorn in your side. Right. When they're talking who's going to win today, you know, it seems like more and more. You know, I watched, you know, the entire pre-race leading up to uh, the Snowball Derby. Yep. And there were a handful of guys that said, you got to watch that 53 car. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so so they're looking across the pits at the 53. Now, it's a combination, right? He's with the, a powerhouse team. He's with Donnie Wilson. Donnie Wilson, yep. But you got to be able to get the job done behind the wheel. And, and drive. He, he does. And, uh, uh, but that is the kind of the cool part is that it's not – um, you know, it always seems that the Canadian gets the shout out because they're Canadian, not right. because they're the not because they're the favorite to win. Yeah, and th- that is not that way anymore with Cole Butcher, um, because everybody knows that when the fifty three yeah. car shows up, whether it be in the Pro Stock Tour, whether it be at Oxford, whether it be at at uh, Pensacola or or Nashville or wherever they show up, um, the, he's he's a favorite to win, and and uh, he's going to be in the mix at the end of the race, and and going to be in the mix at quali- in, at qualifying time. And 
in in practice. So um, he's going to be at the top of the charts or on the left side of the charts every time, and, and uh, that's the important part. And, uh, you know, the, you can't say enough about the pro- prospective future of, of Cole Butcher in the sport. No, he, he loves it. He eats it. He sleeps it. He breathes it. And not only that, he works on his own stuff as well. Oh, right? yeah. He, he, he understands is hands-on. He he's hands-on. He's, he's the guy in the shop. He's yep. the guy. Him and Jared, you, you Darren, know, yep. those guys. They have a crew, yep. right? Yep. But but he's the guy that is in the shop that is actually you know preparing and getting ready and, and understanding the ins and outs of why and how to become successful. And, and uh, with time, you give a guy like that time and, and resources, whether that be money and equipment, uh, he's going to be he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, and and I think that this gives him a lot of momentum, being as though it is his first big win down right. south of the border. Yeah, uh, but heading into a season where he's got eight with Donnie, yeah, he's got a chance to win some big races this year. Yeah, he does, he does, and I think back. Mike Weaver was covering the stuff at uh, Snowball Derby. Matt, uh, Matt, sorry, hey, Matty, covering it, and uh, was sending out the odd tweet. I seen the one and. Looking at the speed charts, and I seen Cole Butcher in practice was around fifth. Yep. I tweeted back to him, Matt, keep your eye on that 53 car. He is going to turn heads this weekend. You will know his name by the end. He direct messaged me back. Yep. Who's the 53? I said, just watch. And I sent it. Sure enough, Cole Butcher. Right to the front in qualifying. Yep, absolutely. He goes, oh, who is this 53? Well, yeah, I guess Cole answered that question. Yep. Okay, we're going to hit a break. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Josh. Josh Stoddy goes to Victory Lane at Sunset Speedway in that Ridgeline car. He's going to join us, and I got a contest where you could win a couple of tickets. And I'm not talking just tickets. I'm talking VIP tickets to the Sobble Speedway opener compliments of Mr. Transmission Owen Sound. You got to answer the skill testing question. We're going to do a draw. Um, but I'll get, the, I'll get to the question on the other side of the break. Stay right there. We'll be back live on Race Time. Hi, this is Tony Stewart, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parks. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. And by Mr. Transmission, Owen Sound. Time Radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. 
making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Enigadish, Nova Scotia. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Celebrating 60 years at CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. Got old Chase Elliott, he gets turned into the outside wall. <laughs> Holy cow! The thrill of the race. <laughs> You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Thank you. You're the man. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's race time radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. Why, thank you, Andy, 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 man. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. What do you say we do the Mr. Transmission skill testing question right now? And this is simple to do, okay? Everybody's got an opportunity. Uh, When we get all of the answers in, we will do a draw. But I'm not going to do the draw tonight. And the reason why I'm not going to do the draw tonight is there is a ton of people that come back and listen to the show, either the re-air on SiriusXM, they listen on demand on racetimeradio.com, and they also watch the Facebook live feed and then go back and watch it later. So uh, not everybody is tuned in at this particular moment on all these different platforms. So we will do the draw on Wednesday, and I'll give it to you. Uh, Warren at Mr. Transmission, Warren and Chris have got a great thing going on. They are going to title sponsor uh, the opening night at Sobel Speedway. Uh, Oscar is in, a Hot Rods, Modifieds. It is going to be a great night. Uh, so you want to win these two VIP tickets. So it's one pair of VIP tickets. Now, the skill testing question is, there is a multi-point inspection that you can get at Mr. Transmission on Sound absolutely free, I might add. Um, yeah, and you want to take advantage of that. Now, how many point is that multi-point inspection? Well, I can tell you the answer is on the Mr. Transmission Owen Sound Facebook page. You got to root around in there a little bit. We want you to hit like when you're in there. And uh, all you got to do is tell me how many point inspection it is. And the answer is in one of those tabs. There's about, there's photos, there's all those different tabs Can I answer? In there. Can I nope, answer? I just, can't. I just found it. You just found it. It's See? not hard to find. It's not hard to find. Can I answer it though? No, you can't. I'm going to say it out loud. Don't you dare. All right. I'm going to shut your mic off there. See, you, you can you can say, no, you can't. Language. <laughs> language. Sign language. For yeah. everybody on Facebook Live, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. Uh, so answer the skill testing question. How many point... Uh, inspection is it at Mr. Transmission Owen Sound. It is specific to Owen Sound. And you want to win these two VIP tickets. Uh, you're going to go into a draw. All the correct answers. We'll do a draw. We'll do it on Wednesday. And we'll do it 
uh, and hopefully you win. If you do, you're going to be treated to a great night of racing with a bunch of great people in Mr. Transmission Owen Sound. So that's the question. How many point get to Owen Sound's uh, Mr. Transmission Facebook page and find the answer? Don't forget to like them, and don't forget to tag us. Send us the correct answer, and good luck. So there's the contest. Up and out of uh, out and out there. There it is. Do you want me to tell you the answer? No, I don't want you to tell me the answer. But I do want our next guest up here on the hotline. And we'll just check and see if we got old Justati on this hotline. After win number one, attempt number one, he is batting a 1,000 right now uh, in that 17 car. I do believe he's there. Josh, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing great. After uh, after an awesome night like last uh it was, a, it was a late night for sure, but doing really good. Ah, you got to love it. Now, take us back through the night. Was it awesome from the time you pulled it out of the box, or did you guys have to go to work like you normally do? I mean, with the with the pro late, you're always working on it. You always want to find find an edge. Even when you think you're good, there's always something to be found. So um, we didn't really change a whole lot, but you're always looking for speed. I, I kind of focused on getting the platform of the car. Um, on the ground and kind of getting the attitude where I wanted it. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was pretty good uh, right out of the box. Any dents, any scratches? Did anybody go, oops, sorry, Josh, I didn't mean to do that? There's not one scratch on the car from racing. There was one little scratch from when I unloaded it. It caught the cable on the trailer, and I ripped the one skirt, but uh, it was about a three-inch rip. That's the most damage I had, and it was uh, all self-inflicted by myself. Ah, and and you, drug, okay. you drug the nose off of it, too, in practice. I just want to point that out there. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> ah, so we know that the 17 is sealed at the track if you had the nose down that far. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Josh, uh, Sunset Speedway, uh, some tough competition there last night. Uh, it was cool, right? The air was cool. I bet you the car ran real good. car ran really good. Um Sunset's always been one of my favorites, and uh, I feel like I, you know, I won opening night there seven years ago, and I was kind of going through the archives the week before uh, leading up to last night, and I thought, you know, it would be so cool to kind of set the tone for 2022 and come out and win opening night. I mean, ultimately, us as racers want to win every night that we can, but when you start your season off and you kind of get that monkey off your back and you get a, a win right off the hop, it's, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah, it, it's got to be. Josh, you've been in, in pro late model racing for, for quite some time now. Um, it, obviously, a, a major part of your success um, in in late model style car came in limited late model, right? Which is a big spring car um, with a built or, or like a 602 style crate. Um, and and uh, that was the bulk of, of Josh Stoddy's success in a, in a late model style car. Um, since stepping into the APC tour, since stepping into the pro late model ranks, if you will, um, is like how many how many wins have you had with a pro late model style car? I know that this was your first sunset pro late model win. Am I correct in saying that? Yep. Yep. So, so it, um, I've I've won a feature event at Flambro. Hang on. Uh, there, that's in my and actually my dad throwback scheme, the Daryl Walters scheme. So that was kind of neat. But yep, absolutely. Um, not a whole lot of pro late wins, to be honest with you. I've got a few heat wins. Um, I've probably got a handful of them and uh, only only the two feature pro late wins. Always been in contention, but like I said last night to the crew, you know, we've always had a few things go um, go wrong that really were out of our control, whether it be a, a parts failure 
or someone tags you. You know, I've had lots of runs where you, you start deep in the field and you get up to second and there's 15 to go and you're in a podium-style um, finish and someone dumps you with 20 laps to go, you know, stuff like that. How about the car preparation? I know you got more than one car, so you guys have been real busy in that 17 shop. Did it feel different this year, Josh, in the shop, preparing everything, getting it ready to go for the season? Because obviously, out the box, you're fast. Yeah, I did. I mean, uh, every year you're kind of searching for speed. I changed, uh, uh, or we changed with, along with McCall Racing, um, some pickup stuff on the front, some front-end geometry, and it's working really well. Uh, Mike and, uh, and Paul and Terry and the boys down at Mike's have been doing a great job. Um, but yeah, you know, I was a lot more relaxed this season. It just seemed like things were kind of falling into place for us. You kind of have those years. Um, I was actually talking to Joe about this last night. You know, you have those years as a racer where it seems like you can't do anything right. Just some things are out of your control. And then you have some other years where, you know, you, you tag the fence, you rip the whole side of the car off, you come back and you can't, and the car was bang on. You're thinking I should have fenced it three years ago because the car's better now. Um, but I would say for us this winter, just things were falling into place. We we have a lot of great partners. Canadian Flat Roof System um, was on with us for the second year, and then we landed Ridgemine Lubricants, and uh, things were just kind of falling our way and led into night one, and here we are. So the red and yellow cars, what you had out there last night, uh, where's the plan next for you to show up? So uh, my plan is going to be this Friday at Delaware. It'll be basically the showing of the brand new uh, Ridgeline Lubricants fully sponsored car. Um, we're going to run the opening night at Delaware there and support uh, uh, Luke and, and all the Delaware click down there. And and uh, basically, you know, with uh, the APC series limiting our testing, guys like myself want to be strong in the series. So we have to do things like we did last night and, and run that home track stuff and, and support you know, the John Caselli's and the and the Brian Toddish's and the Luke Ramsey's and all these other people that have tracks, they need shows too. So um, just basically trying to get more seat time and, and get better at it. Yeah, well, you're getting there, right? You're uh, uh, going to be a threat, I can guarantee, at Delaware Speedway. Uh, well, you were winning at Sunset Speedway. J.R. Fitzpatrick was taking it to the boys at Flamborough Speedway. He's also going to join the show tonight. I guess when we stand back and look at that opener, Junior, you got to look at those two guys. They're both victory lane guys. You got Josh. You got Jr. I wouldn't doubt Jr. is going to be there. We'll ask him. Yeah, definitely. When you when you look at, uh, uh, I, I think that the the layout. You know, and Josh alluded to this right after the test day because we had him on right after the the test and media day that they had at Delaware Speedway. Anybody who hasn't turned a lap at Delaware Speedway needs to, yeah, oh yeah. because like you, this is a completely different Delaware Speedway than than uh, you've raced on in the past. And anybody that uh, that doesn't or that that had a notebook, you may as well just light that one on fire because it's completely different. Um, so I think that uh, you know last night. It was it was kind of a tough deal because there was not a good car count at, at Sunset Speedway. Uh, unfortunately, I think a lot of the guys that would have been there yeah. um, uh, were saving their stuff for that Delaware portion because there's a but the cars that were there make no mistake. Oh no, the cars that were there were were, were stout. You know, when you look at out. you look at the 29 and the 31 and and you know you look at the 54 and and the the list goes on and on. The they had their stuff together. Oh yeah, and. Uh, but when you look at, at the, the first couple weeks before APC kicks off, 
Um, Delaware's got some big shows, and uh, and you know a lot of the guys know that. And uh, as the season progresses, when you get closer to Sunset Speedway, you get closer to Flamborough Speedway. The home track shows are going to be busy, oh, yeah. um, and uh, there, there'll be a lot of different names float in and out of those schedules. Um, I think, and and that's the way that I kind of anticipate it. It's not a surprise to see J.R. Fitzpatrick at Flamborough. It's a ten, it's a ten fifteen minute all for him, right? Um, but with a new car, um, you know, and, and shaking it down, it's uh, it, it's very very important um and uh, with that that practice time being limited it's definitely uh, it throws a, a wrench into things for sure well, but you- J- josh uh, talking about last night and talking about the speed that you showed um i think everybody there definitely seen the exact same glimmer and and we can bring it up now about the ball joint race last year um it, it seemed like uh not only did did you fix the ball joint and you 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 went to work as well and and got it to hold on for for a long period of time uh last night was a 50 lap race the night that you broke the ball joint was uh was 80 laps into the race um, but I think that uh, everybody that was there seen the speed that you had. Um, do you anticipate that transferring over to other tracks as well? Yeah, I for sure do. You know, as much as that ball joint race sucks, like I, I feel like that was our race. But you sometimes, as a driver, as much as you hate to hear it or think about it, you you need a race like that to kind of humble you down a bit and say, you know what, we were there. It wasn't our turn. And then it kind of makes nights like last night that much more special because you're like, this is, as a driver, we dedicate so much time and energy into this. I mean, we're still, we're not NASCAR teams. I, I work a 15 or 16 hour work day and then I, I still have a family and I'm working on my car. So, I mean, the blood, the sweat, the tears, everything that you put into your program and then you come out on top, it doesn't matter if there's 12, 20, 24 cars, the cars that are in this Prolate series, they're all stout cars. Um, so, yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more special. Um, like I said, that ball joint race, yeah, that was I felt like it was mine. Um, but it, it humbled me down a little bit, and it made a, a night like last night, you know, one, one not to forget for sure. And uh, basically, hopefully the momentum's on our side, and we can just build off of that and be positive. you got to keep your head up, and you just got to keep your head down and keep working, right? You do. That's exactly what you got to do. The difference now, Josh, got to ask you, between the car that was in the shop last night, all ready to go for Delaware, and the car you took to Sunset, are you going to be going, oh, man, I should be taking that one. Uh, are, are they drastically different? Are they exactly the same? They have their differences. I mean, um, the green car, I still, like, I'm racing it Friday. I haven't drove it yet. It's, um, I'm going to be testing it, actually, tomorrow night at Delaware. Um, but yeah, you know, I feel like we have a really good platform to, to start the opener up at sunset. And that's exactly what I went there to do. I, I went opening night, hoping to learn something for, I mean, obviously we're there in two weeks with the series for their opener. And, and I, I just basically wanted a platform that I could work off of. And I, I think that we found, um, our car was really decent. I was really happy. And, you know, the thing that I like most about it is it wasn't, um, it wasn't a car that changed after 40 laps. It stayed the same the whole race. And, and us as a driver, that, that tells me that um, we've done a good job of getting the balance in the car. I mean, there's lots of guys that go out there and, and they're fast for 15 or 20 laps, but the car falls off and, and then they end up being a mid-pack car. I mean, ultimately, you, you're racing a 50 or a 100 or 75-lap race. It doesn't really matter what it's doing in the first five. got to be worried about what it's going to do in the last 15. So... 
Um, really happy with where we are. The team's clicking. Uh, we got we got momentum on our side, and uh, hopefully we can make the best of it. I kind of think this could be a just study kind of year, but uh, good to see you on your final question for you tonight, unrace-related. Well, kind of unrace-related. I've been following along on Facebook. What the heck are you guys doing at Full Throttle Speedway? Uh, Paul Chirpanier is dumping the load, man. You guys have got a lot of work going on there. Yeah, so Paul contacted me back a little while and wanted to do some stuff, and uh, I went visit him six or seven times. He was a little unsure of what exactly he wanted to do, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of gave him a few options, and I said, you know, you're not quite sure if you want to do anything with the track just yet, so I wouldn't be spending the money on the, uh, on the surface itself, but maybe we make some more curb appeal for the track, so we've actually paved um, from where the track exits all the way up to the concession stands in the pits and uh, halfway up the parking lot, um, basically just making it a lot cleaner transition. We took an old score tower down for them. We re-ditched a bunch of stuff there to get the water away from uh, where you enter the track. And, you know, I got to give it to Paul. Um, he's been great to work uh, work for. Um, and you know what? I see his staff in there. I was a little surprised. They're there's five, six people working there every day. They're revamping the place. And, you know, I've seen Caldecott with Corey McAllister up there helping uh, Paul out quite a bit too. And and they're painting the walls, and they've really, they've really got the facility looking amazing. And, uh, yeah, very thankful that Paul gave us an opportunity to work alongside him. And, and uh, I think he's going to be doing stuff year after year to make that place bigger and better. Josh, you and I talked about this last night. Not not just you and I, but the whole team. We sat there. We were sitting on lawn chairs. There was a, a decent-sized intermission between qualifying and the race. And uh, it, we said collectively that that place should have a pro late model race, and, and a big one. And that, that place should have a, a, a true blue pro late model race. Do you agree? I do agree, yeah. I mean, it, it is a tight track. But, 100%. I mean, I can't. I, I don't see it being any tighter than a Peterborough. And, I mean, if guys race respect, respectfully, and uh, I, I don't see why Full Throttle couldn't put on a, an amazing pro late show. And I, I do. I think that would be something for the books. And I, that's something that Paul should really look into doing. Yeah, I agree. I, I Wholeheartedly. Agree. I, I've said it since the beginning. It, it, that's, look, that's, at nothing is tighter than Barry Speedway used to be. And yep. take Varney and you've got high banks to help. So there, there is no arguing that fact. It is no bigger than Barry, and it is no. Uh, it, it would race better than Barry, in my estimation. And NASCAR Pinties used to run at Barry, so um, I, I can't believe that they haven't got a race. But good on Paul Chirpanier. We're going to get him on this show and find out all the changes that he's made. But I wanted to point that out, Josh, because I know you guys have been busy there, been following along on Facebook. But, uh, hey, congratulations on race win number one. Well, save your spot. You never know. You could be back on here next week with a big win at Delaware Speedway. Good luck. Yeah, thank you, Joe. And uh, I just, again, I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, our two major sponsors, uh, Ridgeline Lubricant and Canadian Flat Roof Systems. Um, I mean, obviously, we have more partners than just those two, but those are the two big ones. And, uh, and yeah, we got momentum on our side, and hopefully we can make it happen. You are going to. This could be a Josh year. Josh, good luck, buddy. Thanks for having me on the show, boys. Josh Stoddy, winner at Sunset Speedway, night number one. That's big.
That's big. Benedict was out there in that 54 car. Walt was out there in the yeah, 31. Definitely. I'll tell I, you what, those, and those are home track guys. Yeah, definitely. Walt, and they're fast. Uh, Walt put on a show with the, with Stoddy on, on the restarts and, and, and really, you know, could stay with him for a few laps. And then he started getting loose off. Mm. Uh, watch for that 31 car because he's going to be lights out good. Yeah. Um, you know, as uh, it was his night, it was his debut. That's a big program, uh, with, with Walt and McCall and, uh, you know, basically photocopy what Brandon Watson had, and that's yeah. what that's what Rick Walt's got now. Yeah. So, um, and Walt is no slouch behind the wheel. No way. And when you look at the speed that was shown out of the twenty nine last night, he yep. laid down a lap in qualifying. Uh, and, Ryan and Ryan, yep, yep. and uh, uh, he laid down a big lap in qualifying. You know, just about a tenth faster than everybody there. Oof. And uh, you know, he he definitely had the speed at the end. He lap one. You know, they took the green flag going into going into the first turn, and he got. He got spun. Uh, it started at the back and drove right back up to second. So um, if that would have been a 75 lapper, it would have been Josh and the 29 racing for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I commented on on Graham's, uh, uh, Graham, his crew chief, um, his uh, Facebook post. You know, it was heartbreaking that he got turned around. Great yep. recovery. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, he said it, they would have had something for the 17. And I agree. Yeah. Um, it, it was, but they were two completely different cars. And, you know, Josh had amazing drive off. The, the car would get to the center and, you know, plow a little bit. And then, but when he'd touch the throttle, the thing Same. would just, it, would, it looked like it had a thousand horsepower. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, you look at, uh, you look at what the 29 had and the 29 got through the center, like jacked up bear, but then <laughs> couldn't get up off like the 17. So right. I think that the two of them would have, would have put on a whale of a show. Um, and I watched for, you know, those guys combined with a few of the other guys, obviously like Jared Fitzpatrick and Gressel and, uh, you know, Danny Benedict as well. And, Ooh, um, man, the, the list is deep and long, uh, heading into the APC race at sunset. And, uh, I, I can't wait to see it because there's going to be some really stout competition yeah. and, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. Get your tickets. That's all I can say. Sunset Speedway is going to be seen for APC race number one in the province of Ontario. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we're going to take this quick break when we come back. Yet another winner here in the province of Ontario. J.R. Fitzpatrick, victorious at uh, a famed track, Flamborough Speedway. He's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay there. Hey, race fans, this is Trevor Bain, and I'm glad you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. It's back. The May long weekend tradition returns to Canada's legendary home of motorsport with the Custrel Victoria Day Speed Fest May 20th to 22nd at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200, it's a Canadian showcase of racing action with the FEL Sports Car Championship, M-Zone Radical Cup, Nissan Centra Cup, and the Super Production Challenge. Take in the excitement in the Canadian Tire Fun Zone and the CTMP Marketplace. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and more info. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. 
quick wick fire starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick wick fire starters, the world's best fire starter. Lead singer of Great Big C, Alan Doyle. There's a song on the, the, on the record called Back to the Harbor, which is the title track that I actually sing with my dad. And then the one you made reference to, the Back Home on the Island, is, is one of the songs that really I, I always reference it as an old Ron Hines, famous Newfoundland songwriter song, but it was, the words could have been spoken out of my father or or my uncle's mouth, you know, it's like a, it's just it's one of those perfect paintings. Sirius XM Channel 167. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled life. Lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by EP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. And by Rev TV Canada. From two wheels to four and so much more. The race is on Rev TV Canada. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. From the high banks of Daytona to the snow banks in Canada, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al! Woo! Shake and bake! Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Junior, what do you got? Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to everybody watching on Facebook Live. So hello out there. And everybody but, on uh, Sirius XM. And everybody on Sirius XM as well. Yeah, but yeah. I, can't, I can't list the names of well, the people that are on Sirius XM. Nope. Hey, Larry, how are you on <laughs> Sirius XM? If there's a Larry out there, I'll, hello. He is. But uh, hey, Larry uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Hopper. He said yeah, feed the cat. The Hopper. Um, uh, Shirley Cameron. Uh, what is Tyler Hahn up to for 22? Ooh. Tyler Hahn is running a um, super stock. A super stock? super stock at, at Sunset Speedway. Beautiful Brian McDonald body How? on the thing. How about a uh, Oscar? 
I don't, I don't know what uh, the status of the Belmont is with him or if he's running it or, or what, but right. uh, uh, he's still got it, that's Good. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tracy Hoskins, love seeing Josh in Victory Lane. Thinking of you, Tracy. Yes, thinking of Get you well. Get well soon. Yep. yep. Uh, seen her at Sunset, actually, last night. Oh, that's uh, good. Don Brock, uh, David Gase uh, tuned in. Uh, Christina Hussey, uh, she said, wow, this is so cool. Good. Um, and then Lloyd Rawlings as well. Lloyd. So hello to the Rawlings bunch down there, the 69. Get ready to have some fries. Delaware Speedway opens Friday night. Yes. That means fries on the way home for all the kids. That's right. That's right. Okay, we'll get to more of those in a bit. Let's get to our guest, shall we? He goes to Victory Lane not once but twice last night at the Flame Flamborough Speedway. The driver of the 84, J.R. Fitzpatrick, on the hotline. What's going on tonight, J.R.? Congratulations, Double Bubble. Oh, thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, just, just hanging out with the girls, enjoying some Mother's Day action here, and uh, making sure Laura has a lovely day. Well, you got that race car ready to go, buddy. And uh, not only did you get it ready to go, sounds like you got it in rare form. She is in victory lane. Yeah, and it's definitely fast. I mean, uh you know, I haven't been in a in a McCall car in a few years, so you know, coming back in a McCall car uh, definitely pays difference. I mean, that thing it all I can say is it turns. <laughs> so it, we uh, we made a few mistakes in the second feature there, just trying to learn because I went there to, to test basically because uh, the new rules, which are beyond silly, are just making us all go race more. So got to go. Uh, get some laps in and i'm glad we did because uh you know it gave us an opportunity to try some stuff in racing condition and and it was still pretty good in the second feature don't get me wrong but the first feature it was just light so fast and then you had to go a monkey with it you guys was teddy with you oh yeah all my normal all my normal crew guys with me and uh yeah we as my dad always says, we just we just screw it up all the time. Yeah, <laughs> love Johnny. Uh, Jr. When uh, you, you take a look at uh, the off season, you had us all wondering, kid, on whether you were going to race and what what you were going to race. Uh, we didn't have any idea because you sold all your gear at the end of last year. Yeah, I did. I sold everything. I had an empty shop. I just had a couple battery operated, you know, what is it, a Jeep and I guess a UTV for the girls. And uh, really didn't know what I wanted to do because I, I was just frustrated. You know, it was just one of those years that you don't wish upon anybody. And, and I know everybody goes through those kind of things. But, I mean, I had one race car that was two two race no, one, two races old and it was completely destroyed. And then I had another one that got destroyed and then a blown engine. So it was just, it was, it was a lot. So Yeah, all that, uh, so, all so, that in the span of what, two weeks? <laughs> yeah, two, two weeks. So it was. It was frustrating for sure, and then a bunch of other stuff that went down, you know, trying to get another car ready, and it's just, I, I just got sick of it real quick, but um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm a very, very passionate uh, racer, it's, it's just, it's in our family, it's in our blood, and, and and it's not just that we're competitive, we just love it so much, I mean, going to the racetrack, there's just no other sport that can, can give me this, the same, uh, you know, just uh, the same feeling, I guess. It's, it's just it's an atmosphere. If no one's ever been a part of it, it's hard to explain. Yeah, well, baseball won't do it for you. Neither will football <laughs> or hockey. You don't seem like that kind of guy. So no. in the 84 shop now, uh, what do we got? Do we have one car? Do we have two cars? Do we got one ready and another one in the background? What do we have, JR? Uh, Competition-wise, I only got one car. I mean, I decided 
just like I did a few years ago, just focus on one car. That way, if it ever did get damaged, we could fix it and, and just put all your resources into one because, you know, when you got three and they're all different, they got all different wheels, they got different feels, different springs, and it's just, it just gets chaotic and gets messy and, 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 and how I want to be nowadays, spending more time with the girls, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be so clustered, so... I sold everything to stick to one car, you know, one set of spares and same set of wheels, and, and it's a it's a sweet piece. And then not uh, some people might know, but I actually got my first ever uh, lift model back that my dad built for Solid Speedway in 1999 that he was going to drive. It's a 2000 Howe car, so I've been tinkering with that a little bit. I'm going to hopefully try and have it finished by next year. It's just going to be a pretty cool, historic kind of memorabilia kind of thing. But I, I I do plan on trying it. Maybe a Flamborough one night and just see see what the old thing can do. Well, hey, there you go. Throwback weekend at Darlington. That sort of fits the bill with what we're seeing on this side of the border. That's cool stuff, JR. Uh, can't help but ask you here. You've been to Eastbound International Speedway. They got a Pinty's race coming up. There's only two NASCAR guys that I know of that have got laps there that are going to be huge. That's going to be big stuff. JR, you're one of them. DJ Kennington, another. Are you planning on doing eastbound? And just so everybody knows, I was the quickest. Was oh, oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 You won both races, but DJ set a faster lap time. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I, no, we he got didn't. it. We went over it. It was a slower, slower clock I'll, that I'll night. Fight, I was I'll fight you until I bleed in the, the fingernails on this one. <laughs> nope, nope, no way. <laughs> no way. There's only one way to do it. DJ can I have the same car, and we can go back. I guarantee I'll kick his butt. There you go. Challenges on. DJ had a bigger carburetor. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, to answer. What, I was only supposed to bring my own? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ. But no, I mean, Eastbound Speedway, I mean, I've told a lot of the Pinkies guys who have gone to hold me about that and i know dj will say the same i mean the track is extremely racy like it's grooves it's fast and and the location to me is beautiful because obviously newfoundland goes deep in our family roots and and i we got a house there that's geez, i don't know 25 minutes down the road so mm. i would definitely like to go but it's all dollars and cents i don't care what anybody says it's, it's money so. Well, yeah, but if somebody's looking for a, a driver to put into a car that's going to be competitive at a racetrack, J.R., your phone has to ring. And I would, for sure, but, you know, those days are over. It's all money, money talks. That's going to be an expensive trip for those guys, and uh, I've tried. Like, I've had discussions with people. It's just, where do you want to put your money? So Yeah, well. I would uh, like to go there one day. I mean, I heard that they're going to have a late mall race there. Maybe I yeah. do something like that, take the girls down or something like that. And, and, and do it, but don't get me wrong, like, anybody who's in Newfoundland or even wants to go on the ferry ride from Nova Scotia or even Ontario, like, it's going to be a wicked show because that track is really racy, and, and I do wish I was part of it. Yeah, you've raced at Eastbound. You've also raced at another track that I'm going to put forward now, and I want you to tell me how similar the two are. Cowarta. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Comparable, say, correct? I, it's comparable. Terrible. I guess it's a little smaller, but you know the the shapes are close. What's just really unique about Eastbound, which I like, is I'm going to throw another comparison. I would say it's a bigger Peterborough, only because the shape of the corners reminded me so much of Peterborough. How like turn one and two was like a double apex corner, and three and four had a little more bank, and it was just the harder you get in there, the faster you went. And uh, but man, that track, I do love that track. Um, 
I had a great time, and I and I and I'm curious to see what other what the Pinkies guys are going to think of it because I think you get those high horsepower. Uh, heavy stock cars on there. They're going to put on a really good show. Uh-huh. I think so, too. I... Down and in. Down yeah. and in off of turn one. You come off turn two, and you are actually coming uphill on the way out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're digging. Uh, watching JR on that track was amazing. Yeah, it's, it is it is a really neat facility. Um, by the sounds of it, they're making big adjustments to the outer side. Yeah. Right? The the wall and, and to the, uh, like, a couple of the safety areas. Um, uh, by the sounds of it, they're doing lots of work out there. Uh, but they're not touching the surface, uh, right. thankfully. Um, good, but yeah. the way that uh, the way that everything lays out, you know, the way that the grandstands are, um, just a, a phenomenal facility. It's the only racetrack with a damn castle. It's 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 got a castle. It's beautiful. It's so cool. It's uh, it, it is a neat facility. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I I hope that you are a part of it. It would be it would be super cool if uh, if we get down to it and we see Jr. Fitzpatrick on an entry list there. Um, it would be it would be fantastic. But Jr. We do got to talk a little bit. You you touched on it. The speed that you had um, when APC rolls into Flamborough Speedway, you definitely got a piece. Uh, a fifteen-one in a feature race is a heck of a fast lap time. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be the favorite rolling into Flamborough Speedway. Yeah, and, and and I mean, it's just track time, right? I got so many laps there, but definitely just having a good car, obviously on the tour, pays a big dividend now because the thing about the APC tour is a lot like what Cascar used to be. Is now you got ten guys with good cars, fifteen guys with good cars, so a lot of new equipment, uh, a lot of guys that have refurbished their equipment that was only like a year old. So, But I think we're going to be good everywhere. I went and tested Delaware uh, for the first time there, and, and we were third quick there. And we were the only ones that left scuffs on. And uh, a bunch of guys put new tires on, which I don't know why they would do that, but the car was fast there. And then we went up to Sunset and did eight laps before the rain got us, and it was really fast there. So I just like to feel this car. It's, it's, it's taking minimal changes to go from track to track, which I really love. That's, that makes life so much easier. And what I like is responding. Like, you do changes, it responds. And, uh, you know, when you get old and crusty like me, you need a car that works, man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Sponsorship on the side of the 84. Who we got on there? Um, ATV Depot from up in Sable Beach area. They're back on. Um, H2O Mobile Wash. Um, good friend of mine from high school. He's, he's uh, stepped up again. And then uh, Transactal Heavy-Duty Truck and Trailer Parts. And, of course, we have Came Drigging and Equipment Express. They are the best company for machinery moving. So if anybody needs machinery moved, they're the ones to call. And then uh, MPI gave me steering wheel this year, so big thanks to them. And then talk to photography. And then, yeah, I guess just uh, all the families and crew. I mean, it uh, takes a lot to do this. And, and uh, so far, we're having a lot of fun, man. The car, the car is so much fun to drive. That's excellent. That's what you want. Uh, you need to have a good year after having a, a crappy one like you had last year. Uh, so your next race is where you going to Delaware Friday night, kid? Uh, <laughs> we talked a little bit on the way home last night. Uh, I think some of my guys want to. I just, I just don't know, right? Like, I'm a little nervous in a way. Uh, I think a lot of there's going to be a lot of cars there. I think people are going to be a little hot and horny being the first race on new asphalt. So I don't know. I might go watch. I just don't know if I want to. Want to go or not? Get out of, J. R. Get out of your head watch. from last year. I get out of your that. head from last year. Last year was a bad year, and, and bad stuff happened to you. This year here, you know, eighty four will end up in victory lane down there. So get out of your head from last year. That ain't gonna happen. They, the 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 voodoo has got to be done. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be. 
<laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to do some some races there. Like I know they have a really cool 70 lapper format. I just don't know if I'm going to go now because uh, I'm really focused on the tour, man. Like, got to get better. You know, we can go after a championship here if we just line everything up and work hard. And cause I don't believe in luck anymore. Luck doesn't exist. You just got to work hard and be in the right place in the right time. And, and I'm telling you, this car, it's awesome. I, I don't know why I ever moved out of a McCall car because as soon as I did my first few laps, it's just like, Jesus, <laughs> this is what I've been missing. Yeah, this is what I've been missing. So, for the record, you are in a McCall car. Yep, 100% McCall car, and uh, glad to be back. That thing, like I said, is, last night was the most comfortable in a race that I've been in the last few years, and it's just so effortless to drive. So, I'm, I'm happy to be in that stable again, and everything's great. I'm, uh, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Well, welcome back to Victory Lane at Flamborough Speedway. JR, uh, <laughs> awesome job. We appreciate the time tonight on Race Time. And uh, we'll be looking for you, Delaware Speedway. I know you're kind of on the fence right now, but today's Sunday. So you got a few days. Yeah, we got a few days. A few days to change our minds. We'll see, we'll see you at Delaware. <laughs> and, uh, Kent Corbett says hello from Nova Scotia, just so you know. Yeah. On Facebook well, I Live. I've heard from Kent in a while. Yeah. Well, no. Kent says hello from Nova Scotia. He is tuned Perfect. in. Pick Dew County. And uh, I know I want to see your butt at Eastbound, just so you know. Well, I, you know, you guys know me. I do every race I possibly could, but we just, uh, we're doing our best to get another APC championship. That's, that, that's my goal this year. You'd fly the plane if the pilot would move out of the seat. I know you, JR. You'd do anything. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the time tonight, buddy. Appreciate it. And good job. Awesome. Thanks, guys. You bet. J.R. Fitzpatrick. I always love catching up with J.R. Uh, but I equate him, and uh, I, I don't care if anybody agrees or disagrees, I equate J.R. Fitzpatrick to today's junior handling. The guy who puts in that kind of effort, the guy gets that kind of results, the guy is there. He does it. I don't know anybody else that does what J.R. Fitzpatrick does and uh, he's a multi-purpose driver. He's a multi-purpose winner. Look over his career. Yep. And tell me he doesn't compare. See, I, 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 I would compare him to, I would say he's a Canadian A.J. Foyt. That's the way that I would call him. Now, he does he does work on his own stuff, and he's got a crew, and he's got everything. Oh, Junior oh, Hanley hold is... Hold a, a sec. Hold on a sec. Yeah. Hold that thought, because yeah. I've got to throw it back to Toronto okay. for a news update. All right. And then we're going to pick it up on the other side. Right with your thoughts. So right. don't change that thought. <laughs> We're going to throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. Get everybody up to date on news and highlights if you happen to have missed it in hour one. And then we come back for hour number two. We've got Dave Gainforth, Oscar coming up, Andrew Ranger, and of course, the Western Rattler 300 winner. Uh, we have got Riley Siebert coming. So stay right there. We've got a busy hour two coming at you in mere seconds. <sighs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got all Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! The thrill of the race. He's way sideways.
You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man! <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you live tonight. As said, we're live on Sirius XM Channel 167, live on RacetimeRadio.com, and hello to everybody tuned in live on our Facebook page. You're also watching in. Junior, as I said before the break, I compared J.R. Fitzpatrick to today's Junior Hanley. Yep. The guy goes out, he's won all kinds of races. For sure. Look at what J.R. has done. From a junior late model that he started at Sobel Speedway, yep. went all the way to NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, went into Xfinity. I'll yep. tell you what, I'm standing in the garage area at Daytona, and I'm talking to Rick Wren. Now, back in those days, Ricky Wren was working for... Um, KBM. He, no, no, he wasn't KBM then. Kevin Harvick? He was working for Kevin Harvick, and uh, he was one of the, the test crew chiefs. For J.R. Fitzpatrick when he was down there. Yep. And I said uh, I said to him, Ricky, do you know J.R.? And he goes, oh, do I know J.R.? He said, let me tell you something, Joe. That guy can drive the wheels off absolutely anything. Yep. He, he is that good. And he said, he is a shining light in this sport. Yep. So that came to me from Rick Wren. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Rick Wren didn't have to say that. Yep. He was straight up. Yep. And we talked for about a half hour Absolutely. about the different Canadians that had come down and jobs that they'd done. You know, all those guys in the garage area, even though it's Cup, uh, you know, Cup, Xfinity, Truck, yeah. they all know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They all see who comes in. Yep. The, all of them know Alex Labbe running for DG. Yeah, absolutely. They all know that. But um, that's who I equate JR to. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, I like. I equate JR to a Canadian version of a guy like AJ Foyt. Now, AJ Foyt, you know, he, he could race anything yep. with four wheels. Yeah. And really, if you want to compare it, because there's a, there's a big generational gap there, to today's Tony Stewart, right, mm. um, in Canada. Yep. If there was a Canadian Tony Stewart, uh, I, I would equate him to that. It, the only reason why I don't say Junior Hanley is because he, 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 JR has never been a, a builder, like you that, know what that's I mean. True. So he yeah, he, he can build. he can jump into anything. He can wheel it. He can fix it. He can he can fix it. Um and and obviously he's got a good crew of of wrench turners and and you know it's not like he just takes it and drops it off at a chassis builder and says fix it and bring it to me next week. Right. He eats, sleeps, and breathes racing. So you got to give him that. Um. But to call him Junior Hanley, Hanley was more on the hands-on side than he even on, than even what he was on he the was. driving side. Yep. yep. Um and. So, like, I've said it numerous times, and it's maybe because I'm, I'm connected to him, but he, this guy isn't even a chassis builder, but but more, I would say that his program is more of a hands-on program and sees a builder less, is a guy like Andrew Grizel. Andrew Grizel yeah, is... That's true. Andrew Grizel is yeah. a guy that, that 
does a majority of his own work, R&D, that stuff. Yep. Now, I'm not taking away from JR by saying he's like A.J. Voigt. No. That's, a, that's a huge compliment. Sure it is. It's, I'm just saying that, that a guy that kind of fits the mold of, of that is, is – JR has went further than what Junior Hanley yes. ever did, really. You're right. Like, You're within right. the sport. Down south, so yep, doing all the stuff he did. But exactly. where I'm getting off is J.R. Fitzpatrick. Is a huge name in, in Canadian racing. He's huge in it, but there's a reason. He's yep. driven a sprint car. Exactly. He has driven a Can-Am midget. He has driven – Yep. You name it. Yep. J.R. Fitzpatrick has driven it. Yep. And not only just went out and went for a ride. Absolutely. He went out and competed. Yep. And yep. like nine times out of ten, won the race. Yep. So that's where I come off and saying, you know what? I don't know of another racer in Canada that has done what J.R. Fitzpatrick has done other than a guy like Junior yep. Hanley. Yep, yep. That's where I come off. And today. Now, of course, Junior Hanley. One, uh, you know, both sides of the border. He was running all over the and building, building. So I, I agree with you there. Yep. Jr. isn't a builder guy. No. Um, and and they can they the can success side. Ooh. Yeah. No, for sure. And, yeah, and yeah. it's not like his shop sits there dormant. No. Jr.'s no, shop no. is busy. They do their own setup work. They do you know a, a lot of stuff. And 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 uh, you know and and I'm I'm certainly not saying that he doesn't. It's just I, I, my thought process is just slightly different. Yeah. So. Sure, but, and uh, uh, a lot of people are asking about this car cover. Well, we'll it's, talk about it in a minute. It's driving people nuts. Is it? They don't what's, what's under, under the it. car cover? What's under what's the car under... cover? Well, I'm, it's it's very funny. But uh, tell I, you I mean, what, it's that a, it's is a surprise. That there is a NASCAR. Well, no, you're not going to talk about it. Xfinity. I, if I'm not allowed to tell them about the Mr. T transmission. You're not allowed to talk about my okay, car cover. Okay, I won't. I right? won't. I won't talk. I about can't it. shut your mic off and tell you no. to shut up like you yeah, did I know, with me. You're but too far away. Yeah. I know. Uh, okay, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And welcome in another guest, uh, a real good guest, I might add. This guy is the president of uh, two series that we absolutely love watching in the province of Ontario at all the different speedways. Of course, I'm talking about Dave Gainfort and the Oscar Modifieds and the Oscar Hot Rod series he has built. Both of these divisions with his own two hands, everybody. And he joins us now on the hotline. What's going on there, David? How are you? Hey, Joe and Joe. I've just been sitting here watching you guys battle it out here at the desk here. Over <laughs> what's under a car cover? Who's better, J.R. or Junior? Yeah, the same name. They just they say it different. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's not much. Of, it's not much of a battle. It's this. He's, he's frail. Maybe, that's why they put me so far away. Maybe that's why John named him Jr. It's Junior. That could be. could be. That could, could be. be. Or John Ryan. That John would have Ryan, a lot, yeah. lot to do with it. But anyway, hey, Dave, uh, you've been a hard man. You've been working real hard, my man. Uh, looking at the schedules for both series, uh, you got to be coming off the page here, kid. You're getting ready to go green. Yeah, we are. We're starting up in two weeks. And it, honestly, it kind of snuck up on me. Unfortunately, with the COVID the past two years, I wasn't racing until July, so I thought I had lots of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get back in the groove to race in May again, but I'm glad it's coming, and we're excited for it. Now, whereabouts do you open up, and do you open up guns ablaze in both divisions? Uh, yes. Um, actually, our first race is at uh, Sunset Speedway for Spring Velocity. We're there both days, qualifying on Saturday and uh, racing our features on Sunday, and uh for the first time this year, our divisions are at every event. They're there together, except for our dirt race at Brighton. Of course, the modifieds don't go there, but 
every other time when NASCAR is there, the mods and the hot rods are going to be racing together. How is the car count looking in both? Because I can imagine there's always latecomers. They show up right as you go green, sometimes not until night number one, and they surprise you. How are, How is the car count looking in both? Uh, the car count's looking very good, actually, for this year. Um, uh, that we have two or three, four, and about four new modified teams, I think, that are ready to come out. And the hot rods, again, they experienced another huge growth over the winter, and I got about another. If they all show up, I got about 10 rookie teams for this year. Wow, ready wow. To, that's good. Ready to go. So, yeah, we're very fortunate. We, you know, uh, we've been growing through hard times, and, you know, the worst time in racing that we can be, but, you know, we seem to be coming, coming along pretty good. That, that's a testament to the work you do, Dave. Well, thank you. It, it is a lot of hard work, and, uh, you know, but I, I do love it, and that's why I keep doing it, just like all you crazy guys in the racing world. <laughs> As a radio guy, if you tell me, do you, you know, and give me a sneak peek at something, and you say, you say, look at this, yes. right? Yeah. But don't talk about it. Look at this. Get ready for this announcement. And, but, 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 you know, get ready for it. It's going to come out X, Y, Z, right? And you don't even need to give me a date. If you tell me not to talk about it, I won't talk about it. If you show me something on a phone and you don't tell me don't talk about it, I'm yes. going to talk about it. Yep. So I'm standing at the back of a trailer last night and. There was a guy wearing a black with fluorescent yellow and fluorescent green on it, and he showed me a picture on his phone, and <laughs> and it, it it was a really cool picture, and I got to talk about it. I don't know if I'm allowed to or not, and I'm so sorry if I let this cat out of the bag. But no, I know what you're talking about. It's oh, do super, you? I don't. Keep it is. Going. It is a super bird, and there's going to be a guy really? behind. There's going to be a guy behind the wheel who's got gray hair and is a legend within the sport. Really. Yes. And he's coming out to run Bill, Oscar Hot Rod. Bill Zardo Sr. is going to run a Hot Rod, and it is a super bird that looks like the most badass race car I've ever seen in my life. Really? And I'm so sorry if I'm letting a cat out of the bag that I shouldn't be, but I don't even care because it's so cool. I can't wait to see Bill Zardo Sr. back in a race car. Oh, man. i got to be at sunset now. I know, right? I have to. I know. I it was like When I seen the picture, Dave, I imagine you've seen them too. Um, it, I... Hands down, most badass race car I've ever seen. Yeah, it's the same uh, um, uh, Superbird that was out a few years ago, and uh, it was purchased by Brian Cathcart, and it's been all redone um, for Bill and his team. And uh, I haven't seen it completed yet. Uh, I've seen little bits and pieces of it, but it is when it was out before, it was one of the baddest-looking cars out there, and I'm sure that Mike Wright and those guys have done it. An awesome job on it. It's got the shopping cart cart spoiler. It's got everything. I can tell you right now, you guys got to keep it under wraps because if Mike Hall from Russ Brothers, the television show on BC, (laughs) knows that you're driving a Superbird or that Bill Zardo is driving a Superbird at Sunset Speedway, I'm telling you what, Mike Hall will be here to buy that car. He just loves Dodges and that uh, that's too cool. Dave, you got so many cool cars in that hot rod series, the vision you had back then is becoming fruitful now, isn't it? It is, and I'll be honest with you, I never expected it to get this big. Um, I was hoping maybe I could get 15, 20 cars built in Ontario. Um, I'll be honest with you right now, i got 56 teams that have requested numbers for this year. I know they all have cars. I've seen most of their cars. So to know that they're all out there and people believed in what I wanted to do and in my vision, you know, it's pretty overwhelming, to be honest with you. 
It's got to be, and they are. Uh, you, you take a look out on the Canada's east coast. They got a hot rod series fired up out there. Have they been in touch with you at all to maybe pick your brain a little bit? Uh, no, we uh, we actually haven't spoken at all. Are you t- I think you're talking about the um, Borac. Uh, what's the name of the series? It has hot rod in the name too. Yeah, it does. It does, yeah, and, I, and, and yeah. I can't remember the exact name, but I know it's the hot rod series out there. Yeah, uh, they've got a lot of vintage cars and. Um, uh, yeah, I know they're excited to get out of the box this year at Riverside and as uh, at the other speedways. They are an organization. I just took for granted they would have maybe contacted the king of it <laughs> and uh, got your opinion. <laughs> yeah, and I've noticed they've started building a few different looking cars, more modern looking cars. Like uh, they have a Junior Hanley uh, throwback to the early '80s, and they have some modifieds as well. So you know they didn't strictly strict to what I my vision was, but right. you know. It seems to be working for them, so which is great. How is the partnerships coming along? I know you guys work hard on that front too. All the dollars that get invested in it, uh, I know a lot of that goes back to the race teams. How are you making out on that front? Uh, well, we're doing very well. I got some new marketing partners this year. Do I got a minute to run through them? Yeah, you absolutely. do. You absolutely do. Okay. Um, first one I like to talk about is JRS Auctions. Um, that's a new company that's with us this year, and it's actually. His father, uh, Terry, was one of the original founders of Oscar way back in 30 years ago. And he's sponsoring all the heat races this year where every winner is going to get a $25 gas card, you know, just to help, you know, pay the fuel bill, get to the racetrack and back. Tell me that won't be handy this year with $2 a liter going out the door. Anyway, keep going. Uh, exactly. And then we got Points Tire and Auto Service. They're sponsoring my rookie chase this year. Um, McCall Racing is, uh, has come on board. Epic Waste is uh, sponsoring the Hot Rod Victory Lane and some other stuff this year. Uh, Touchwood Cabinets, they're sponsoring the Modified Victory Lane Forest. And then we have the Fireplace and Patio Suite from Rowan Sound up there in your area. The Wilson family, they're a great supporter of our series. And, of course, Salvo Falls and uh, Trenton Trailer Park. Uh, Scott Reinhardt Trailers, Queens and Chev, Just Foment. And uh, I'm still working on the deal with them, but we are going to become part of the Quick Lit family as well. Good. We're working with Dave right now on the final details, and I hope to be able to announce those all next week. Good for you. Good job. Absolutely. And Dave, uh, uh, you know, before we uh, before we get off the line here, um, you know, we haven't had anybody from Oscar on the program since we got the, this news, but um, the thoughts and prayers uh, are still with everybody within Oscar uh, after losing Randy Roberts um, over the off season. Um, you know, definitely, I know there's there's very few people that make such an impact in the sport, and he was one of them. Um, and uh, I know that uh, definitely will be will be missed with. Within, within Oscar and and within all the short track racing across uh, across Ontario, so um, definitely thoughts and prayers are with you guys, and and uh, uh, same with the entire Roberts family as well. Well, thank you very much for mentioning that. Uh, Randy's heart and soul was in Oscar. He, he loved uh, being there at the track each week, being amongst his friends. He wore that tire badge, that badge of tire Nazi, very proudly. You know, he weren't getting nothing by him. Um, his loss is leaving a big hole in our organization, and uh, but more so than that, I lost a really good friend. Absolutely, uh, he helped a, a lot more during the week than uh, most people ever know. Uh, even to this day, I've almost picked up the phone and had called him two or three times just to discuss things. And uh, to know he's not there to help, it's hard. But I know he's watching down over us all, and uh, he's going to be there 
uh, with this opening weekend. Make he, sure it's nice and warm and sunny. He will be at every single race. You can guarantee it, Dave. Uh, we're, we're thinking of you, bud. Uh, we're thinking of all of you at Oscar. And uh, we're going to be excited come Sunset Speedway to see race number one uh, and to see the fruits of the labors of all those guys in those shops all winter long. It's just about time to pull him out of the box and hit that starter switch. By no means is the Oscar Hot Rod Series or the Oscar Modified Series just a show. I'm telling you what, they race, and they race real hard, David, don't they? They race too hard for my liking sometimes. <laughs> Be <laughs> but, still you know, my like, beating heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, if you ever talk to Carrie and see me up in the tower, you know I'm a nervous wreck the whole time they're out there on the track. But, uh, you know, that's part of the game. They all know it. And, uh, you know, when they do wreck, they fix them and they're back. So. Yeah, they do. I, I, I know from uh, seeing you at Jucasa Speedway when those guys were out on the uh, 5 8 Mile Jucasa, um, uh, you, you, your heart was in your mouth, uh, and those guys were absolutely loving the speed. So uh, it's going to be off the hook, I can guarantee it. Going to be a good season. Hit the website, oscar.ca. Right, Dave? That's right. And uh, all our Facebook pages, they have all the current pictures of cars that are being leaked out. And uh, <laughs> so if you uh, just keep up to date with us, it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a good ride. And uh I hope to see the lots of fans out the uh, weekend and the rest of the year. Well, you can see where my heart lies, right? Right there. The Oscar. I, I can see that car on your desk. Absolutely. Yeah, you betcha, buddy. Uh, thank you for that. That was back in 2012. Dave, good luck. Hope to see you at race number one, buddy. Thank you, guys, and have a good night. That's president of Oscar, Dave Gainforth. We are going to hit this break, Junior. And when we come back, we are going to have another guy that you're going to be saying, clear, clear. Hey, this is a Joe Chisholm kind of night. We have Andrew Ranger, which Junior has never had anything to do with the lineup of our guests on this program. Just so everybody knows, uh, Andrew Ranger is coming up, and it had nothing to do with you. I've never spotted for Cole Butcher. Nope. I've yelled at Dave Gainforth before. So I've spotted, you know, underneath Dave Gainforth, I've spotted for J.R. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you have. I've spotted for Josh Stoddy. Andrew Ranger, who's on uh, Riley? I haven't spotted Riley. For Riley. No, no involvement there. And he won the so, Western Rattler three hundred. Exactly. So, so there's there's three out of the six guests yeah. that uh, I had no involvement. Just before I hit the break, gotta remind you: if you tuned in late, you missed quite a bit. You also missed the contest for Mister Transmission. Two tickets, a pair of VIP tickets for Sobel Speedway opening night. You want to win them? Get to Owen Sound Mister Transmission's Facebook page. And you tell me, how many point is the multi-point inspection that you could receive free if you go to Mr. Transmission Owen Sound? Have a look on their Facebook page. The answer is there. You may have to dig around a bit. Get us the answer. Get in the draw. We make the draw Wednesday. We hit the break right now. Then Andrew Ranger on the other side. Hey, race fans, this is Brian Hoare, driver of the number 37 GossCars.com sponsored Dodge Charger on the ACT Tour. So you got to keep this thing locked to Race Time Radio on Sirius. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Stop by Own Sound, Mr. Transmission. 
for a free multi-check inspection. For all your driveline needs, including transmissions, differentials, transfer cases, axles, and more. Mr. Transmission owns some. The area's number one driveline specialist. Chris and his team will take care of you. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by EP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Epic Racewear. Look, feel, be epic at epicracewear.ca. And by Rev TV Canada. From two wheels to four and so much more. The race is on Rev TV Canada. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Comic and impressionist Rich Little. I imitate a lot of people on radio. You know, people listening thought they were the real people. So they wanted to meet Elvis and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. And so they all came down to the radio station. And they said to me, oh, Rich, when you walk out, they're going to mob you. And, um, of course, there weren't any. It was just me. And somebody said, there's nobody. It was just Rich Little. And I walked out and got booed. <laughs> Canada Talks, Sirius XM Channel 167. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home Great. away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM Channel 20. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive races. Series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. It's back. The May long weekend tradition returns to Canada's legendary home of motorsport with the Castrol Victoria Day Speed Fest May 20th to 22nd at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200, it's a Canadian showcase of racing action with the FEL Sports Car Championship, M-Zone Radical Cup, Nissan Center Cup, and the Super Production Challenge. Take in the excitement in the Canadian Tire Fun Zone and the CTMP Marketplace. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and more info. Welcome back to Race Time Radio. Ah, just got back in time. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio All Life on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. You got to stick around this channel. We got a lot of great programming on this channel uh, that I'm sure you will all enjoy. Also live on RacetimeRadio.com. Also live on our Facebook page. And throughout the course of the week, you can check us out on the PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com. Hello to absolutely all of our U.S. listeners and friends down there. Um, We are available on there three times a week as well. Available on demand. If you happen to miss the show, you want to go back and listen to it, get to RacetimeRadio.com or Spotify or uh, iTunes or Wherever you get your podcast, I think we're pretty well everywhere. Uh, I do want to remind you that uh, come up next week on the show, uh, Sam Fellows is going to join us. Uh, Sammy, of course, with Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. And they're getting ready for their big, big weekend coming up uh, on the Labor Day weekend. 
uh, pardon me, Victoria Day weekend. Uh, probably a big one on uh, Labor Day, too. It used to be the truck race weekend. Probably will be next year, not this year. Um, but Sam Fellows going to join us right here on Race Time Radio next week. And he will have uh, some experience behind the wheel before then, of course, going to be driving for Jim Bray in the NASCAR Pinty Series. So uh, looking forward to hearing from Sammy on the show, talking about uh, the road course we absolutely all love. Uh, Ron Fellows and uh, Carlos and all those guys do a phenomenal job at a world-class facility, Junior. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. I can't wait to get to the Speed Fest. Yeah. Speed Fest is going to be wild. I think, uh, you know, last year we had the doubleheader uh, with the NASCAR Penny Series. Uh, this year, spread out, uh, a little bit more traditional. Um, first race out last year. How did Andrew um, do last year in that? Um, so, race number one, um, we had a frost plug pop out. Oh, that's right, too. Pretty and handy when I can ask Andrew Ranger's spotter. Yeah, definitely. We had a frost plug pop out, um, and uh, we got black flagged once, came down, uh, was allowed to go back on the racetrack, and then they waited until the last lap to black flag us again, ah. and uh, um, which was crazy. But uh, uh, it was uh, kind of a turning point in our season last year, which was kind of difficult. Oh, but I uh, bet. I um, bet. Uh, race number two, uh, everything stayed together and we finished in the top five there so uh just with uh with everything played out um the but yeah it was, was in the battle yeah it was a it was a decent race uh um but uh really uh, a chaotic weekend um but uh back to um two full length events at at mossport and at canadian tire motorsports park um which is very refreshing um, they a lot of other divisions running that weekend oh, do yeah. you nascar guys key into no. what they're doing on you the racetrack you don't have time you don't have time no it, it's background noise really um it, it, for unfortunately you know it's well, i just um, wondered if there's anything that you guys could learn by what no. they're doing on the racetrack anything translate over to what you're doing in nothing. that in that heavy stock car nothing. nothing um they've got little sports cars and you know little uh yeah kind of um, made for the road course made for right? road course racing yeah. and and uh, uh really you know um over the course of the weekend uh you know, it's nothing to go for a walk and and take take a look. Right, um, right. But uh, uh, that being said, when the time the garage area opens uh, with the Pindy Series on on practice day, yeah, it's um, boom you're, from there on. you're in the garage area, and where the garage is, you're you're basically you know on one side is haulers, on the other side is a NASCAR hauler and tech, and um, at no place within the NASCAR garage can you see the racetrack. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it's the same way at all road courses, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, same same layout. Um, but, uh, um, you know, from the time that the, that the green flag drops in practice to, yeah. um, uh, the, the checkered flag, um, the only thing that we can key into is, uh, is what's taking place with, with the pinning series. So, wow. um, it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's part of it. You're busy. You're busy the entire weekend at, at Mossport. That's yeah, for sure. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, let's get to the hotline, shall we? We'll bring in some of the biggest breaking news in the NASCAR Pindy's garage area uh, that we've seen so far this year, Andrew Ranger, uh, three-time champion, two-time champion, going to return to the NASCAR Pindy Series in a brand-new team, three-time champion, Andrew Ranger, and he's with us on the hotline. What's going on there, three-time? How are you? <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you doing tonight? Doing hey. fantastic. you got to be doing even better, man. We're going to have a 27, and we're going to have you back into the NASCAR Pinty Series. That's exciting news. 
Exactly. The 27 is back uh, with uh, a big a big name, a new sponsor on board, too. So, uh, GM, Payet, and Chevrolet. So, uh, it's, uh, it's got to be a, a very good season, I'm sure, and I'm very excited about it. Oh, Andrew, I can't imagine. You're going to be in a Chevrolet. Now you're really going to fly. <laughs> uh, the, we had really good season in the past, but... Uh, to be with a new brand, uh, a new logo, a uh, new color. Normally, I'm uh, a blue guy. Now, I'm uh, I'm red. So, uh, it's going to be fun. You know, I'm very excited about that. Uh, we we signed the deal like a long time ago. But uh, uh, just to be there with uh, with that is something uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, no getting into the wrong car, right? You go in that garage here and make sure you're getting into the right machine. <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> yeah incredible it's, it's funny you know andrew uh uh you know in in a lot of series obviously drivers change teams you know they, there's different opportunities um you know over the course of of a decade right you over the course yep. of a of a career drivers will change teams they'll drive change sponsors um i have i i don't have any recollection of another driver who has had the same number follow him through like what you have. Like when you look at back through the ranks, you know, you got your start with the with the 27 Tide car. Um, yep. You got your start with, with Dave Jacombs Racing. Um, yep. And uh, you followed through. Uh, Dave Jacombs eventually became Go Canada Racing um, yep. with Steve Meehan and those guys. The 27 followed you there. Uh, then fast forward a couple of years, you obviously go down south and, and do a bunch of different stuff uh, within ARCA and things like that. Um, but you're, Was he the 27 you, down south, too? No, no, the no, 35. No. Well, for some of it, right? Waste management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Go, uh, yeah, and the south, uh, I never have my number there, I think, one time. It, but uh, every time was the 53 that, car for waste management. But, that's uh, right. Yes, the twenty-seven. It's a big number for me. Absolutely, yeah. but then he had success so, with both. So, anyway, yeah, we've got going. we've got more on that list. So you go from there, um, and and I believe it was Ray Junior. Was it Ray Junior that you partnered with? It was the green car. Exactly, green and the black car. We, yeah, and uh, we did like uh, a little partnership for the Quebec race. Yes, and uh, with Dave Jacobs. Yeah. Okay, exactly. so that, that was it was number twenty-seven again. Um, yep. Then you go from there. Uh, into DJ Kennington's number 27 with, uh, w- <laughs> and now the 27 follows you again. You, you, of course, last year it was a hiatus from the 27. The only year where you didn't drive the, the 27 in the Pinty series, uh, yep. you drove the 51 car. Uh, but now new team again, new manufacturer, new everything. And the 27 follows you to that car as well. Andrew Ranger, you, uh, I mean, 27 is your number and, and you, you can't say anything about that. No, it's uh, it's my number, and uh, it's been my dad number for many, many years in the dirt modified. And the 27 number in Quebec, it's uh, Jacques Villeneuve and Gilles Villeneuve. They race with that number, so it's a big, uh, a big number for for the Quebec fans, for the uh, for myself, and that I want. That's why I want to keep that number for me. Well, <laughs> and not to mention all your Quebec fans, and trust me when I say there is a ton of Quebec fans. 
that yep. love Andrew Ranger. I think they would particularly shoot you because they'd have to replace all their clothing. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not my fault. It's a, it's Dodge fault. Mopar. <laughs> Incredible. Hey, uh, Ranger, looking at uh, at into the into the the season. Um, I've, I've talked to you numerous times off air, um, and, and, you know, every year, uh, you know, it's exciting, right? It's exciting to get out of the box, get, you know, to race number one and, and go after it. And I think it doesn't matter what driver you talk to. Every driver is excited heading into year one or race number one. Um, I've talked to you a, a lot in a, in a number of years leading up to race number one, and I've never heard the excitement out of you that I have this year. This year, you you have a fire in your belly, and you have excitement. You know, you're grinning ear to ear. I can hear it just t- like through the phone. Um, yep. you're, the level of excitement ratchets up uh, tenfold, and why is that? But first, you know, it's uh, it's it's everything new. You know, it's uh. Uh, a new caller, a new sponsor, a new team, a new crew chief. Caden Latsovich will be my crew chief with uh, David White. You know, the Whitey that did build the car. Uh, so it's a good challenge for everybody there. Uh, I think we have the, a very good experience in this series. And we just want to prove ourselves and do our best. And we want to win some race and championships. So it's... Uh, I am very exciting for this year. I think it's got to be a fun season. So you got all that new, the same old uh, driver and the same old spotter. Just the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Whitey. the same spotter. This is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I'm like the 27. Yeah. Uh, I'm like the 27. I just follow you around. You haven't seen him without a shirt. He's got a 27 welded on his back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> this is good. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> yeah, he's got some, I don't know, some saying underneath. It's got to be French. I don't know. <laughs> Tabber what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, this is truly great. Glad to hear you're back in the series because I was actually getting kind of nervous. The series itself has got a huge, huge push coming into 2022. Do you feel it all the way in Quebec, that big push? Yes, yes. We can see in Quebec the series is uh, uh, starting to be bigger and bigger, and we have close to 20 drivers every weekend. So we'll be around 20, 25 drivers, you know. So this is... uh, this is awesome. Uh, the NASCAR Penty series is going, going up every every year, and I'm very excited for that. And uh, every time we go to the GP3R or ICAR or Valley Junction, you can see that it's always sold out. So it's it's awesome to to, to have that, and uh, I'm very excited for this year. This year. Race number one comes up in the NASCAR Penty series. Comes up at Sunset Speedway. How are your numbers at Sunset Speedway on that oval? Uh, in the past, uh, are, are you excited to get to Sunset? I can imagine you're revved and raring to get into that car, but what's the numbers say? But well, you know what? I think we uh, <laughs> we struggled there a little bit. Uh, it's a short track. Uh, last year, we did pretty well. We finished second. We lead some laps there, but uh, uh, we have there two races, and uh, the second race, I think, we broke. And uh, But it's a track that I feel comfortable. I really like it. Uh, I really think that the WMI car will be fast. Uh, they are fast last year. So, uh, no, no, I am exciting. And first, it's the first race of the season. So I want to do well. But at the same time, you know, I know I need to adjust everything, uh, talk with the crew, talk to, with the guys. So that's why I'm very exciting because it's a big challenge for me and for all the team. You know, it's uh, 
everybody need to uh we're starting on the same page and uh we need to prove ourselves, but I think it's, it's got to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. You will have a teammate as well, I do believe, uh, with that Chevy Paillet group. Uh, yep. Mark Antoine Cameron is going to be your teammate. Uh, you yep. guys know one another, I would take it? <laughs> yes, it's uh, Mark. We know uh, uh, each other for many, many years in the go-kart karting, and uh, he's a good guy, good friend. Uh, he's a very good driver, too, so... Uh, it's got to be fun there to have to uh, to have our same car, same logos, and uh, just a number change. So it's uh, if we have any problem, uh, we can talk together to to improve ourselves. But uh, I think Mark or my, well, I am, uh, you know, it's it's great, and uh, we just want to do our best for our sponsor. Well, it's going to be dynamite, kiddo. So glad to hear you're firing back in there and going to fire in with a real bullet. Uh, I tell you what, fans got to watch absolutely everybody out there, but that 27 car is going to be uh, definitely entertaining. Uh, always are, Andrew Ranger, and you're always a good guest here on Race Time Radio. Uh, you haven't got too many more sleeps, and you're going to be sitting in the seat of that 27 at sunset. Exactly, yes. I invite everybody there. Come to the race and come to watch us. I think... Uh It'll be fun, you know. It's a great season, and uh, I want to do my best to uh, to win the some race and maybe win another uh, championship or so four championship. I will try everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe's uh, Joe's one for one at sunset from a spotter's side so far hey, this year. Yeah, we just won at sunset this past weekend. I, I've got lots of notes, you know. Oh, this it, is now good. the guy I that like I was that. the guy that I was spotting for was English, so I you know oh. I, he, uh, I'm just saying oh no no pressure or anything. This, I, I'm more French glitch, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, maybe, just maybe, at the end of sunset, you can stop down at the corner at the gas station and fill up and say, hey, I, that's the guy that won. I was the guy that won. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too funny. You are a fan favorite, and that's probably why. Andrew Ranger, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. I know we'll get you back on the show throughout the course of the season. Hey, thank you very, very much, guys. Thank you, you, thank you. You betcha. Number 27, Andrew Ranger, is going to be a threat. Junior, uh, no secret there. He isn't going to get into a mid-pack car or a back-place car just to go right around. That's Andrew. No, but that's the thing with Andrew Ranger and like a, a driver like him. Um, they can, you know, the amount of experience that he has with these cars, these cars don't vary a lot. When you look at pro late model, when you look at super late model, when you look at super stock, um, the rules are changing constantly, right? Yeah. At the local level. Um, so really, it, it puts, a, puts a real big emphasis on, on you know, a new car or, or a new chassis or what have you. Um, it puts a big emphasis on that at the grassroots level. The NASCAR Pinty's car has not changed significantly hmm. over the past 10 years. Right. Um, really, the cars that he's getting into are beautiful pieces. Um, and, you know, by all accounts, he's getting into top-level equipment. He's got guys that understand, you know, the, on the crew side. He's got David White. Um, in his White. corner, he's, he's you know going to be Caden, the competition director. Caden Lapsovich, Caden Lapsovich another he's got a champion. He's got a champion driver as a crew chief. Huh, um, that and worked for Rowdy and the guy south. that worked for Rowdy and and oh, you know man. has been doing a lot. So so really, it, it is a new team. Um, it is you know a new assembly of people and personnel, and that all needs to gel. Huh. Everything needs to work. But that's um, an all-star it's, team it's that he's all put together. A hundred and fifty percent. That's yes. where I was getting at with that. Is is that Andrew Ranger can overcome and adapt 
anything to do with the car. And, you know, if, if the car is, is 80% there, Ranger can cover that 20% and make it happen. So if, if the assembly process and everything goes to plan and that thing shows up in top notch shape, which by all accounts it's going to, um, Ranger's going to be a force to be reckoned with no matter what track that they show up at. And, uh, um, he's just a, a, I've seen him do things in race cars that, that you can't believe that just happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, there's not many guys like Andrew Ranger on the talent scale and um, looking forward to seeing what this year can bring. It's going to be a lot of fun to, to, to watch and be a small part of. Yeah, period. On that, one final Pinty's note. Got to congratulate a good friend of mine, uh, Doug. Doug Gonder. He is working for the NASCAR Pinty Series as assistant director, I do believe. Yes. Something along that line. Uh, Doug. Congratulations, buddy. I know you're tuned in. Uh, congratulations. You're going to make a difference. I know you are. Uh, it's going to be a dynamite series. We're going to hit this final break. When we come back, you heard me for like a month and a half, maybe two months, talk about the Western Rattler 300 out in British Columbia, Penticton Speedway. Well, you're going to hear from the winner that got to victory lane he is going to join this show, and that is a monumental race out there. We'll talk all about it on the other side of the break with Riley Siebert, driver of the 09, the winner of the Western Rattler 300. Stay there. Steve Robbie, 2009 Luke Soil Sportsman Cup champion, here with Race Time Radio. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. After two years of silence at Riverside International Speedway, not no more. The IWK 250 Super Weekend is on July 21st through the 23rd. Everything kicks off Thursday night, July 21st, with a popular tailgate party. Then on Friday night, it's the Henry's Auto Pro Sportsman 100 and Legends. 
Then on Saturday, Canada's Ultimate Short Track Race, the IWK 250, July 23rd. Featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour, plus a pile more from across Canada and the U.S. For camping and tickets, get to riversidespeedway.ca or join us live worldwide on racetimeradio.com. It's the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis. July 21st through the 23rd. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia, and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. It's back. The May long weekend tradition returns to Canada's legendary home of motorsport with the Custrel Victoria Day Speed Fest May 20th to 22nd at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Featuring the NASCAR Pinty Series and the eBay Motors 200, it's a Canadian showcase of racing action with the FEL Sports Car Championship, M-Zone Radical Cup, Nissan Centra Cup, and the Super Production Challenge. Take in the excitement in the Canadian Tire Fun Zone and the CTMP Marketplace. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and more info. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And we are back with you live right here on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks along with uh, racetimeradio.com and our Facebook. Gotta tell you, Sue did the numbers today, uh, from the Western Rattler 300 and just on racetimeradio.com only. That's the only numbers we could pull from. 89,000 clicks were on the Western Rattler 300. That's just on racetimeradio.com plus Sirius XM had the race. Rev TV Canada had most of the race. And uh, Shaw Direct had, uh, or not Shaw Direct, but Shaw on BC had the race. That's awesome. Isn't it? Hey, as well, um, uh, before we get to our next guest, um, uh, you touched on, on Doug Gonder. Yes. Another familiar name mm. that you might know. Yeah. Um, just sent me a message here. Oh, really? He, and he accepted a position as the chief starter. Really? Mike Charest is going to be the chief starter of the NASCAR Pinty Get series. out of here, Mikey. So Congratulations. That's, a, that's, a big, that's, that's huge. That's a big... That's it's a big addition to hey, the NASCAR Penny Series. I'll tell you what. The NASCAR Penny Series just got themselves a dynamite starter. Official and, yep, yes. absolutely. Uh, Mike Charest and I go way back to the All-Star days, yep. and he performed back then, and he was, bar none, the best starter that we ever had Him and Bob, when they were together. Bob Finnegan. Bob Finnegan. The two of them. The two of them together. I'll assistant starter and, and, and main spar- starter. That was the dream team. I sure. had a dynamite crew in yep. the All-Star Racing Series. Yep. All the way around, Mike Charest was part of that team, and congratulations. That is huge news. Absolutely. Yeah, good for bringing that one up. Okay, let's get off to Canada's West Coast. We talked to the guy in the East Coast that won at Oxford. Now we're going to talk to the guy that won the Western Rattler 300 at Penticton Speedway. Uh, just a week ago, he did it. 300 laps and uh, Riley Sieber was victorious. He joins us on the hotline. Congratulations, Rye. Men, it's been a week now. Is it all sunk in? Yeah, it's definitely sunk in. And uh, the, uh, the excitement, the uh, the feeling of accomplishment, yeah, it's, it's been a, a wonderful week here. <laughs> Fortunately, Monday morning, I was right back at work on, uh, on the crew with Lake X there. 
But, uh, yeah, no, it's a good one to have in the bank for uh, for the future here. Buddy, I got to tell you, witnessed it with my own eyes. Brad Maniswell uh, from uh, New Brunswick was out there at the race, and uh, we had Cole, Cole Sorensen upstairs and uh, Todd Lewis down on pit road. And I, I got to tell you, the competition that you went out there and topped for the championship or the, the, the race, the, the, the iconic checkered flag, um, you beat, my friend, you beat a good 10 to 15 cars that could have won that race. But Riley Siebert, you did it. Oh, yeah, I believe it was a very deep field. We knew that coming in and looking at the entry list of names that there was a there was a ton of drivers that could win that thing. And that was the uh, the point of it, to establish a race out west here to, that we want all the big names at. Hopefully next year that you know the guys from the northwest part of the U.S. can bring their stuff up and, and see how they match up against us. But, no, super proud. Uh, there's a lot of guys I've been racing with a lot of years uh, in that series or um, that entered that race and, uh, taking me some time to, to put them in my rearview mirror. So, yeah, it was a big, big accomplishment for me. Riley, uh, we, uh, let's go back through the race just a little bit. The first segment of the race was 150 laps. You were not at the front of that until about, I'm going to say, halfway through that run. Uh, then you did make your way to the front of the field. Uh, and then the halfway break came. Now you got to go into the pits. Uh, you weren't allowed to take tires, or were you allowed to take tires? So the uh, the rules were that at halfway break you had to fuel up. Everybody had to take fuel, um, and you had the option on tires. You could wait if you wanted to run some strategy, come in on a caution. Uh, we didn't count cautions as part of the race, so you could come in under caution, make adjustments, put tires on if you know if it was a big enough caution that you had a, a few laps there. Uh, you wouldn't go down, but you did have to start at the, the tail end of the, the lead lap. Right. And uh, we ended up choosing to, to take tires uh, because I was in the lead. I, I figured it was just uh, better to maintain than to run risk on uh, strategy management. Now, you did that, but there was one caveat. The rule was you had to wait until every car got down pit road on that halfway break. No one, no one can touch the car until everybody is parked and stopped they blow the horn, then the crews could go at it. They had five minutes to do what they wanted with their race car. Unfortunately, Riley Siebert, you pulled into your pit. The guys were excited, and they touched the car. They started to lift the car, and then you got pinched. He had to go to the back. I couldn't believe uh, the restart. I'm up in the tower. Cole and I are up calling the race, and I'm waiting for... Uh, you to drop, I'm waiting for the 69 to drop, and to come back up to the front, because it was a 1-2 uh, at the front of the field on lap 150, uh, going into lap 151, and the 0-9 and the 69, neither one of them. They're at the back of the field. I went, what? No one told me about an invert halfway through. What's going on? And sure well, enough, I got word that you got penalized. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, everybody on the, unfortunately, on the Adjon team and the picker there, we, including the, the drivers, all had a bit of a, uh, a, a miss on the brain activity on that one. We think, like you say, we were pretty excited about where we were at in the race and just wanted to get some fresh tires on it and go again. And uh, it's quite funny that, you know, Dad, Dad is the promoter. He, he's, uh, he's the one that created the rule with the race director, Al Liebert, and then, 
uh, we ended up having to be the only ones that uh, got served the rule, and, and we had to go to the back. And I had a ton of fr- fans and, and some friends that didn't hear the announcement over the PA on, on what had happened, and they asked me at the end of the race. They thought it was a, a point system, like you say, with an invert or something. I right. said, no, we got, we got penalized. We, we touched the cars too early, so we had to go to the back. So I guess we ended up starting, I can't remember, like 16th or 17th at that point and to try it all again for the, the second 150. Well, I could tell you, you put on a show, kid. Uh, you and your dad, Trevor Siebert in the 69, uh, you guys did cut your way back through the field. It wasn't no cakewalk, I could tell you that. Uh, I could feel every lap, every turn, and everything that you guys were doing in those race cars. Uh, Cole Sorensen and I were just going, my God, look at the race we got in front of us. Uh, after we did get word from the officials that, sure enough, you two got pinched. Um, and uh, right then, I said right on the broadcast, anybody that wants to say because Trevor Siebert owns this track and Riley is his son and uh, there's favoritism, throw that out the window because the two of them just got pinched and <laughs> yeah. they had to go to the back. And it was a stout field. I know lap 30, I want to say. Uh, I, I commented to Cole. I went, look at this. 30 laps into a main event and not one lap car yet. Yep. Uh, they were still running side by side, but you could do that at Penticton. Uh, Riley, how bad were the tires at the 150 mark? Did uh, did the crew say, hey, those tires are shot, these ones are better? And how much did you pick up when you put new skins on? You know, I, I haven't uh, actually done an analysis on the times, but I do know from a handling perspective that uh, the car wasn't that bad at the 150. Um, I, I was talking to my spotter about lap 130, and my car was just, just so beautifully balanced all night that I was able to kind of go in and wear out the right front on a couple of laps, a couple of corners, and then go in and wear out the right rear and just kind of you know, do that tick, tick-tack motion back and forth and back and forth and keep that, that wear being even. And so much so that we were talking about lap 130, I was chatting back and forth about just continuing because it was, it was handling so well. And it seemed that the, uh, you know, the three, four tenths that the guys were going to pick up on new was really only going to just match me, um, and what I had. So we discussed it, but then when I came down pit line, I, I threw all that out and went, no, give me some freshies. Let's try to, you know, let's, let's square up with everybody else and go again. Um, and yeah, and then we ended up having to come from the back and I, uh, I was, uh, I was a bit ticked off because of the mistake and, and of course, I I kind of came through the pack in in rapid order as fast as I possibly could, and probably with a little too much uh, frustration under the hood. But it, you know, I, I got some comments from people that were watching me going, "Well, we could really tell you're you're pretty mad." And I said, "Yeah, I was pretty frustrated, but it was just fuel for the fire for me." And then, uh, you know, Trev, Dad took a little different tactic. He kind of came through the pack a little more methodically and a little slower and stuff. Um, I think to save himself for the end and. I know there's a couple comments during the broadcast because I went back and listened to it about whether I was going to have tires at the end, and I just I, I had uh, I just had a ton of confidence in the car and the, and the handling that at the end of the race. I, I really just, nobody had had anything for me. Hey, uh, you know, you just touched on something, Riley, that uh, a lot of people don't learn for a lot of years in this deal: uh, the tic tac portion, going back and forth. Uh, you watch a guy that's a wily veteran, and they might wear out the right front for a few laps chasing down somebody, but you can guarantee that once they get by them, they're going to drive the car with the right rear. 
um, or vice versa. If it takes the right rear to get, you know, they, they, they need to wear, and you need to wear evenly, right? And, and there's, no, there's no question about it. Both tires are going to wear. Um, but if you wear the right front too far, then constantly it's just going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. And, you know, you just, I, I guarantee you, somebody out there in a super stock, a light just went off in their head when you said that. So I just wanted to throw that out yeah. there um, because that uh, is very interesting to, uh, to hear a driver's perspective on, on how they did it. And, uh, and that is uh, a very important thing that I just wanted to kind of throw out there to all the racers out there listening. Sponsorship on that 09 car. They got to mean a ton on that machine. You did a great job. Who you got on that, shirt, on that car? Well, this for the Rattler, it was just uh, Lake Excavating uh, and uh, Avion Motorsports for that uh, that race. I do have other partners that are race with me in other races, but uh, this one was a bit of a homegrown deal, and uh, we decided to do it and do it on our own. So, uh, big shout out to you know everybody at Lake Excavating, all the crews and stuff like that that work for me that do a, a fantastic job day in and day out. All our customers and stuff like that in the mining world, construction, and then the Avion Motorsports team. Um, always doing a bang-up job. They do uh, just an, a massive amount of work between uh, the corporate motorsports side, the RS1 series, uh, as well as helping out the Speedway uh, and, and doing you know late model racing like you saw at the Rattler 300. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic group, and they always work their uh, butts right off. I got two minutes left before I got to throw the keys back over to SiriusXM, but I got to ask you, Riley Siebert, you win the 300. When is your next race? When can fans see you back in a race car? We're going to be back at the beginning of June in the Avion RS1 series. That'll be my next race back. So you'll see, see me racing full-time there. Just go to avionmotorsports.com to, to check out our schedule. We're going uh, to Area 27. We're going to Saskatoon. We're going to Penticton. we got a five-race deal. It's going to be a great series. Check us out. We're going to have TV coverage as well, and I'm sure I'll be back talking about it uh, on Race Time Radio. Uh, and you might see me in a wing sprint car this year. Um, it might not be this year, but I heard the challenge from Brad Mann on the broadcast about the IWK, and uh, believe you me, uh, that stuck, and I heard the, the call loud and clear, and, and uh, one of these times we're going to come out and see how we match up against the Eastern Boys at the IWK. Oh, uh, man. You'll see me there as well. I got to tell you, that would be super exciting to see you roll in at Riverside International Speedway. I can well imagine Riley Siebert. Uh, and Trevor, if you're listening in, I can tell you, you better be ready for next year's Western Rattler 300. Uh, I know I'm putting the card ahead of the horse because it hasn't been announced, but man, there has to be a Western Rattler 300. And I know when it's decided, Trevor Sieber to be on here to let everybody know, uh, I can tell you the place will be packed. Oh yeah, we're excited for it. That's uh, Penticton Speedway project. It's become a, an unbelievable project. Uh, you know, sold out parking last event at the Rattler 300, and we got the monster trucks coming up in the next weekend. Expecting the same sort of sellout crowd. They, everybody loves it, and it's been great. And you can bet that the Western Rattler will be year after year from here on out. Oh man, I can't wait! Uh, I got to thank you for your time, Ry. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again throughout the course of the season. Right on. Thanks for the coverage, guys. You betcha, Riley Siebert, '09. Uh, winner of the Western Rattler 300 first debut ever. A little bit of Ontario flair to that. Ooh. Jeff Walt, Jeff Walt. Was, was out there with them. And, he had and, nuclear uh, shoes yeah. on. Oh, I he got, definitely did. Oh, no, I seen a great front pit road. I went, yep. oh, but 
there's Riggy right there. Yep. I could tell he had the nuclear shoes uh, on. Absolutely. But yeah. uh, a little bit of Ontario involvement in the win down uh, down in BC. So yes. got to throw it out there. I'll tell you what. That was a spectacular event. Absolutely. And it was. You guys, did a, you guys did a whale of a job, and so did Rev TV. I appreciate it. It was, uh, it was absolutely awesome. We, uh, we listened to every lap. And What's under wicked. the cover? Under what cover? That cover. I don't know what car. you're talking about. Yeah. What's under the cover? Every week. 30 seconds is what we got left. Got to remind you, if you're not in the uh, Mr. Transmission contest yet, you got to. If you want to win two VIP tickets to the season opener, all brought to you by Own Sound Transmission. Uh, you're going to have to go back listen for the question now uh, if you just tuned in. But uh, don't forget to get us the answer. The draw will be Wednesday. So keep an eye on racetimeradio.com. For that information, but that's going to do it for us. For Susie Q in the uh, operations part of the studio, happy Mother's Day, Joe Man. I'm Joe Chisholm. We will catch you next week right here on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Race Time Radio, 7 p.m. Sunday. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 